It's car con carne. Carcon Carne in broad daylight, quarantine con carne as we're all sheltering in, in place, sheltering at home. Carcon Carne wants you to know that Siren Records McHenry is now offering curbside pickup and online ordering. You can check out their new website at sirenrecordsmchenry.com. If you're in a band, own a label, and want to get your product in a store, message them on social media or call the store. Siren Records McHenry, always looking to support local music. Carcon Carne, also sponsored by C&H Financial Services. Uh, joining me right there, uh, Mike Vinopel, Director of Education, and Joel, the Director of Public Policy for Hope for the Day, uh, a very important charity. I last talked to you guys on April 8th, which days and months seem meaningless at this point, but it's been a little bit, and I wanted to check back in with both of you. Man, so hello. Weird trip, right? It's been a weird, strange couple months. Yeah. So I've had you do this before, but for people who are just joining us or who are new to the idea of Hope for the Day, uh, the elevator pitch for the work you do. Joel, you want to give it a go this time? I, I've, sure. I have to, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. We, we achieve proactive suicide prevention through mental health education, talking about stigmas and the things that uh, make us feel a little bit more normal. Uh, and we're trying to kind of normalize the conversation about mental health by just talking about it. So we're starting a conversation collectively as an organization and we partner with companies and uh, cities and corporations and bands and concerts and festivals when those things do return uh, to kind of have the conversation about mental health in turn, creating a proactive prevention mechanism uh, through outreach, education and action. I should acknowledge before we go much farther, uh, Mike, who is on my left, the handsome care cone carne t-shirt. You know, I, I, I put that up there. Uh, I just launched that shirt a week and a half ago, and I, I said I want to turn over all the proceeds from those sales to Hope for the Day. The response was modest, and I realized this is a tough time to fundraise because everyone's hurting, everyone needs help, and I wonder if you're feeling that as well as yeah. a fundraising organization. I think Absolutely. you're doing the right thing, trying to give gives people something cool that uh, makes them feel happy. I know that when this arrived and like the just the hug emoji, the care emoji, it just it, it feels good um, to receive something and know you're supporting a good cause, even if it's even if it's your own. Um, but I I would encourage people to um, continue to just try and give whatever they can to organizations they care about, be it hope for the day or or something else, because it's we want we want to get out of this thing with uh, all the cool nonprofits doing all the cool, amazing, impactful work um, intact, you know. So if or you know the service industry, Joel's rocking a T-shirt that he got helping the Chicago Hospitality United fundraising, uh, and they were given they they were you know awarding you various apparel and cool stuff for your support. So. Um, I think you're going about it the right way and it's just yeah everybody's just trying to kind of get through this financially it's it's tough it is and yeah. joel frieders uh, again director of public policy not to distract from the conversation about suicide prevention but it looks like you're in a pretty sweet man cave 
So if the quarantine has allowed me to do anything, it's to unpack the many, many boxes that were just in my basement strewn around haphazardly since I graduated college in December of 2002. <laughs> um, so my wife and I started working on our basement about two years ago and my office uh, was supposed to be, you know, like a decent size. It's literally five and a half by like 11. And there's a whole bunch of like ducks. So it's not very big, but I was able to hang out some of my guitars and kind of sprawl out a little bit. And uh, yes, it, my little corner of my basement is now my favorite place. So yeah. You're making it work, man. It looks good. But it's good. not relocated to just men. Um, my daughter and my wife have both been in here. So I, I, don't, I don't discriminate. Just no outside people outside of my That's family. True. That's true. I, and I think you just drew attention to something I, I think we're all aware of, but is worth saying. It's important to kind of carve out your own space as you you're need doing the sheltering in place. Yeah. Yeah. The, That's a great, hard stuff. About, a great intersection about <laughs> mental health and your boundaries yeah. and how important boundaries are and how, how much a luxury they have become as far as however you're navigating the space you're quarantined in with yeah. the people you're quarantined with, if you're with people. If you're not, that's a whole other ball of wax. There's sure. a fact on your website, suicide completion rates have surged to a 30-year high. I guess I'm not surprised, but that's the sort of thing that takes your breath away when you read it. No, absolutely. We, we, we talk about how the number is 121 plus um, in 2017, which I think is like the last full year of actual you know, statistics that are available. Um, I think it was 47,000 Americans completed suicide, which if you do the division, it's, I think it's closer to like 129. Um, but that includes everyone from you know, law enforcement, that includes the farmers in the heartland, that includes teens, that includes you know, active duty uh, military. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a strange intersection of no one is immune to the fact that if we're not talking about the things that actively shake our bottles and about the things that actively release that tension and that pressure, um, we're not gonna be doing much about ending that, that trend. So have the conversations, talk to Absolutely. people. Check in with people, check in yeah. on friends and family. Yeah. The other thing too is, is not being afraid to kind of share what you're frustrated or angry about with. Mm -hmm. You don't have to kind of go on Facebook and do, you know, do, do a public massacre of something that, you know, you feel is a, is a you know, injustice. You don't have to go completely outward. Um, talking about the things that suck at dinner, whether it's over FaceTime with a friend who's also eating. Um, if you don't talk about the stuff that sucks, you can't really segue into the stuff that's actually kind of a blessing right now. Um, and I know not a lot of people have the blessings, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't get off your chest the things that are kind of filling you with, uh, with joy because you might end up inspiring someone else. In addition to the 30-year stat, the UN Secretary General said this week, the COVID-19 virus is not only attacking our physical health, it's also increasing psychological suffering, grief at the loss of loved ones, shock at the loss of jobs, isolation and restrictions on movement, difficult family dynamics, uncertainty, and fear for the future. That's it. That, that's, that's, that's a lot. World. It's a lot people have to deal with and whatever intersection you find yourself sitting at right now, um, it could be coming at you in a multitude of ways. And it could be just one way that it's hitting you and it doesn't really matter. It's not the pain Olympics. It's not, uh, you know, it's not something you need to compare to one another. Right now, the, the reality is, is that this is a collective trauma we're experiencing. And when you're in a situation where you feel distressed in any way, your brain, which we all have, so mental health impacts every single one of us, which we're starting to understand under these conditions, it starts to produce different chemicals 
related to that feeling of anxiety or being unsafe or having no uh, beginning, middle and end or an, an ending at all to what's in front of you. Um, preparing your mind in those ways is something we took for granted. And if you didn't really acknowledge mental health impacting everybody uh, before, I think it's pretty evident that it's a true statement. And um, to operate at that, that level of anxiety, that fight or flight kicks in and it just stays on, that can make you, that can take, take a huge toll on you and impact your quality of life significantly. Because if you're feeling tired and like, you're like, I didn't do anything today, but I'm tired or I can't focus or I can't regulate my emotions. Those are the reasons because you are experiencing a high level of stress and pressure um, like over an extended period of time. So it, adapting to that new, new routine can help, but it's not, it's not that easy. And it's worth acknowledging that right now it's okay not to be okay. It's worth acknowledging that every day, but um, yeah, that's why the work we're doing is really important because if we start these conversations right now, we'll come out of this better and more resilient as a community um, that can talk, that can help people be a bridge in their community to resources when people are struggling instead of, you know, just turning a blind eye or being like, Oh, I'm not talking about that. That's a uh, taboo. Yeah, it's weird. I've been affected in a weird way in that I just don't really want to communicate much outside of this podcast. Like I'm just kind of done. Like I, I don't feel like having much conversation. I just, I'm just kind of getting through stuff. I have this as a nice outlet, but I, I find the ongoing conversation so exhausting that I don't even want to engage. I, I don't know if that's just a, a depression or a reaction, but I'm, I just don't really want to chat much. Yeah, it, it could be a kind of a combination of both. I mean, I, I go through peaks and valleys, and I don't know if you have anything similar to this, but my peaks and valleys can come within 15, 20 minutes apart from each other. It's not like full days of like, oh, screw everyone. I'm talking like 10, 15 minute stints where I'm like, the world's going to be amazing. And then I go right back down beneath where I was when I like first woke up, like super down in the dumps. So like the ups and downs aren't just day to day. I mean, they can literally be hour to hour. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm 40. I should have a little bit more of a thicker backbone, but it's like, it's almost like every time you're like, all right, it can't get much worse. Something else drops. Um, and nobody really has a playbook for any of this stuff. So how you respond all you can be is be upfront and say, you know what? I got some really, really terrible news or this happened, whatever. And you can preface the fact that you're not engaging much. It's not that, you know, you're shutting people out. It's just that right now, what do you have to add to the conversation? And that's part of my issue right now is I can't help a lot of this stuff. So I choose yeah. to kind of participate publicly in ways that aren't to pile onto someone else's really, really heavy load. So some people don't think like that. So you have to be able to um, smile and nod and then turn them off or mute them for a little bit. And that's probably been the, uh, that and John Hughes movies. I'm not going to lie that the uncle Buck <laughs> had me going for like three days. Uncle Buck. So, oh my God. The love movie uncle still Buck. holds up though. I'm just love uncle Buck, man. <laughs> it's underrated it's, work of film right there, baby. We tried biodome that did not. No, that's the Polly short and age. Well, you kidding? Son-in-law is timeless and I highly recommend it. I quote that movie daily. But, but Biodome, no. Biodome is no. We're <laughs> learning a lot about you today, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> every, day is, about uh, you. every day is an unveiling. Here's the, here's the challenge. As we're all stuck at home, it is so easy to just immerse yourself in social media. Just get lost in the scroll. 
whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever, it's so easy to get sucked into that. I kind of feel, and you know, one size fits all never works, but I kind of feel like a good solution is regulate how much time you're spending on social media. Cause I, I find that can really chip away at you. Yeah. And my, Mike is nodding. Well, I, I just, I would nod vigorously. I would nod with my whole body if I could. Right. Um, Cause what you're saying is right on the nose and what you said before, as far as like, kind of wanting to just keep to yourself and just focus on the day and you know that's self-care and for each of that's going to be for each of us it's going to be different for some of us it is going to be i'm gonna i'm just gonna focus on me i don't really feel like talking to anybody because that solitude that that can bring you peace that reflection time whatever you use it for that rest time um but you know, if you're somebody out there that is really needing that bump of a physical connection, albeit screen to screen, and you're on your FaceTime, and you're, you're on your Zoom all day, and it's really helping, and then you hit your like, oh man, too many Zooms, and you need to take a break, you got, all of this is, is unheard of. It, the world is bonkers. Every bit of news you hear <laughs> it can, can throw you into a tailspin, so be very deliberate about the social media that you uh, ingest, because you can use that thing. You can you can use it for good. You can be like, hey, I'm gonna go on Facebook and I'm gonna go right to Kark and Carne, and I'm gonna watch an episode I missed. You do that very deliberate. I'm going here. Okay, I'm there. I'm watching it, and when it's done, I'm gonna I'm gonna set my my phone down for a little bit, maybe plug it in in the other room and get back to doing something else that doesn't require a screen to fill up your heart, fill up your soul, because you got to do everything that that you can possibly think of right now to keep those negative thoughts that are coming from every direction, just keep them from gaining a head of steam. That's the, well, that's my experience anyway. Well, can you give some other good examples of self-care, how to, yeah, how, how someone sure. can take care of his or herself? Um, so not everybody's a musician, um, but I would say any expressive modality that you find creative. Um, for me, I've been playing tons of guitar. I've got a piano and a bunch of keyboards up, upstairs in my, my office and trying to record ideas, even if they don't amount to much and singing harmonies with myself or sending videos back and forth to people on the music slant. But you can do drawing, painting, poetry there's there's like uh there's quarantine karaoke out there you can you can do some karaoke if you need yeah. your karaoke fix um if you're into movement i know that people are doing a lot of different virtual classes for dance and exercise and turn over a new leaf try something new and don't go down a you youtube conspiracy hole if you don't feel like it you can yeah. go down a youtube i'm gonna learn something new hole that sounded weird that came out weird <laughs> But you can also, you know, go to the, you know, have you guys scratched the surface on that Google Arts and Culture website where there's just links upon links of virtual tours and you can go to the Louvre and, you know, oh, yeah. you go to places you've never been uh, and you can do it with your, your friends or you can do it with your family or you can do it uh, just solely for you. And um, I think cooking has been hugely helpful getting your hands in some soil, uh, even if it's just like you got a bunch of pots on your porch or something like that, or on your windowsill, like tending to a plant and watching the new leaf unfurl, however small that might seem to you right yeah. now, listening to me talk about it, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah, It gives you something to nurture. And 
organizing that helps that way too basically keeping your hands busy can be considered self-care like i said like this was just a room that was filled with all of the crap from throughout the house and it took you know five six weeks of an hour here hour there Mm -hmm. because nobody has the attention span that could sustain a full you know home organization at least i don't anymore Um, i I don't i lost it in the pandemic of 2020 Um, (laughs) but also not being afraid of the new reality can also be considered self-care. Like, you know what? All right, this is the way that it is. I have to learn something about how do I kind of maintain this stuff. So, I mean, for me, just like reading the, uh, the self-help uh, subreddits has been kind of cool because you see people that like, you know, I'm highly ADHD and, and I'm sure you've already kind of gathered that. But the fact that I now know that it's not like a crutch, not something I have to like worry about or like that holds me back or slows me down. Uh, when you look at it as a superpower and something that is a skill that you can actually improve, you can kind of take a, a relatively negative experience about something and then look at it from outside of yourself and go, that's just possibly either the way that I process things and I should be more aware of that in the future or kind of giving yourself grace. Like thinking about the things that stressed you out for me has been self-care because I'm focusing on the bad things. And when you focus on them and understand that sometimes you don't have an explanation why something so stupid can piss you off for so long, that's been actually relatively therapeutic because I'm figuring it out. So when I'm encountered with that same type of BS again, I can choose to let it roll off or I can focus on it more and figure out what specifically is it about this that makes me so damn frustrated. Well said. And I, I, go ahead, Mike. That, was, that was good. That was good. I, I'd say that it reminded me of a quote of the, the way, way to deal with your feelings is not to like push them down, but to go through them and to like, yeah try and process them in real time because we've we've been so programmed to like push them down and just carry them with you for like 10 years before they get so heavy that they're busting your back you know yeah so you know i I found and maybe i mentioned this last time we talked for me for self-care part of what helps is not thinking big picture not thinking well i'm going to be in place for the next two and a half months because i think that that gets big and dramatic and overwhelming It, it is about for me little milestones along the way tomorrow i'm going to learn how to do this or tomorrow i'm going to try to bake cinnamon rolls or tomorrow i'm going to just little things to look forward to instead of the crushing i'm going to be doing this for the next three months that's one of the ways i've been coping yeah and it's also kind of addressing the you know when i was a kid i remember going to epcot at disney and it was like looking into the future and it was the future was like 20 years ago and the fact that like nothing is what I thought it was going to be, but now we're getting kind of closer to this. What's technology going to do for social distancing? What is, what's restaurants going to look like when we go back to them? What are the breweries that I've been, you know, supporting for the last five or six years? What are they going to look like when this is all over? But not looking at it like in a negative way, kind of going, all right, what's it going to look like as if it's like an Epcot, you know, the thing where you're on the car and you're watching kind of, this is the way that it is now. And, like, and the fact that there are some things that are incredibly beneficial, like my wife just got the permission um, to work from home. Like she now works from home. That's been her goal since we got out of college because she just wanted to be at home. And all of the jobs out here, like I, I live in Boo I live in Yorkville. So like for her to go to, even to the suburbs is an hour and a half on a good day sure. or three or four hours on a snowy day. So the fact that she now has that stress that's been eliminated. Yes, of course, there's compounding issues with, how that's going to impact not only the businesses that are around there that support themselves through their lunch, you know, takeout, whatever it might be. Yes, there are going to be impacts, but looking at the small granular, what's the positive? But then also, like you said, what am I going to do tomorrow? 
and kind of leaving it at that because if you plan out too far, what if something changes? And then you're, then you're disappointed. Like we've already canceled all of our vacations. Sure. And this was like the first year where we actually planned things. Like, dude, we rented a boat with two slides. <laughs> a houseboat? Dude. Dude. Two hey, slides. Two slides. Two slides. I, I know for a fact that if there's one thing I can do is that I can fall down a lubricated piece of plastic into a greater body of water faster <laughs> than other people. Now, you know, if I focus on the fact that I won't be able to demonstrate how fast I am, for lack of a better adjective, that'd be pretty freaking monumentally depressing. And it is. But look at my badass Joel cave, my, my, my very own walk-in Joel hole. This is great. Yes. That is a good looking walk-in Joel hole. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. So okay. as we kind of spin things forward and look ahead, what are you working on? How can we help? What, what initiatives are you kind of bubbling up right now? Well, a great little uh, like segue from self-care is that a self-care can be totally non-clinical level stuff, like things we've mentioned. Um, but like, you might even need a schedule of some sort. Um, for me, I like to keep it kind of informal because then I feel bad if I don't stick to the schedule. But do what feels good for you. And if you need professional resources for your self-care to stay well, we should be able to go to a mental health professional's just like we go to the dentist to keep our teeth nice and shiny and healthy. We should be able to access a therapist, a counselor, things of that nature to keep our minds well. Uh, Cause it's just another big old organ. It's the boss organ. So if you go to hftd.org, the hope for the day website, check out the hope for the day resource compass um, because help is closer than you think. There are a plethora of social services that you can search in any U S zip code. So not only does that allow you to see what's around you? But if you got somebody in another state um, that you're maybe worried about and you want to try and get out in front of it and be like, hey, there's some stuff around you in case this is helpful and be that bridge, um, go to hft.org. hftd.org will get you to the Hope for the Day resource compass and uh, try typing in your zip code and try it out. It's good to know that there's things out there. Um, ultimately, as far as our programming right now you can get educated uh twice a week because they're one hour workshops and we've been told the opposite of it's okay not to be okay basically uh, for generations and generations so sometimes it takes more than once to really really kind of chew on it and move yourself in a positive direction to be proactive with your own mental health um and that's okay like we have a lot of learned behavior overcome as individuals um so tuesdays at 11 a.m saturdays at 2 30 those are central standard time and you can register for free at peervention.org peervention is just our shorthand for what we do we teach you how to do peer-to-peer -peer proactive prevention in your sphere of influence because if we make it okay to talk about mental health that's how we can save some lives in our community as our role as community members you know uh, we're, we don't have to be doctors or nurses to start this conversation. So um, come check that out so we can shake up the conversation together. We announced um, our first programming variant this past week. It's called Project Red Team. Red. Um Wait, hang on. There we go. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Uh, uh, Project Red Team is uh, the acronym RED in the military communities has stood for uh, Remember Everyone Deployed. Um, 
we've appropriated it to reminding everyone deployed. We've also redefined what deployed means, inviting both military and first responders to the party um, and their families to be able to take peer-to-peer -peer proactive prevention to that next level, um, empowering peers from that community, from that intersection, so that they That's can great. be a little more sensitive to unique contributing factors in those communities. We got another one rolling out this week, but I won't spill the beans. Uh, you can just stay tuned on Hope for the Day, social media and such. All right. Well, guys, Joel Frieders, Director of Public Policy, Mike Vinopel, Director of Education for Hope for the Day. I, I really do appreciate these check-ins. I think they're helpful. And if nothing else, it's just nice to see people's faces. And it's nice yeah. for people uh, who jumped on Facebook Live just to kind of peek in on this conversation, I think. Uh, Mark, Rick, Phil, Mike, David, uh, Christy says, thanks. Keep up the good work. Uh, Ryan, Mark, Jet, Gina, Christina, Edmund, Molly, Jean, Ryan, uh, Corey gives high fives. Nicole, Jessica, uh, Eric, Pluses. Susan, uh, let's see, Kelly, Carlos, Anthony, a lot of people watching. So thank you for that. Uh, I'm assuming we'll be here for a little while. So maybe we'll check in again yeah. before this is all said and done. We're not going yeah. anywhere. Maybe all me right. and Joel will do a special collaboration, a song of hope, if you will. Yeah, I've been working on my cycle. <laughs> Well, we love you, JVO. Thanks, man, yeah. for having us as always. Thanks, JVO. Thank you, guys. I'm going to stop the Facebook Live. What's that? You're amplifying the message that it's okay not to be okay, and that means the world to us. Yeah, we appreciate it. Trying to help. All right. Thank you for watching on Facebook Live. And thank you, gentlemen. Cool. That was great. You're a hero, man. I love <laughs> you. Keep it up.